morning, everybody. Uh, coming to you again um, for the, the Holy Week and uh, Holy Week devotions. And um, so this uh, today on uh, Thursday, we're going to be covering uh, John chapter 13. And this is a um, this is a passage that many of you are very familiar with. Um, I guess I think the idea here is used in lots of different areas, not just Bible study, but uh, but the idea of washing uh, somebody's feet is uh, just kind of a symbol for serving others. And but today we're going to look at this, and, and we're going to see really what Jesus is. Jesus is talking about the the idea of being a servant, but he's uh, pointing to to who he is as well, and I think that's very significant. So I'm just going to read through this passage here. And as I do that, I'm going to stop every once in a while and just give a little bit of background information and some explanation as well as to what this might mean for us today in our coronavirus world, all right? Chapter 13, verse 1. It was just before Passover, just before the Passover feast, and Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. We know what that means. He's... he's He's looking forward towards his death and resurrection. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. So here we have the disciples together with Jesus, and he's preparing to do something with them. Those are the ones who he says, having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. The evening meal was being served, and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot's son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. All right, just, just stop here just for a second. Um, we've often heard this, and rightly so, we've heard this, uh, this little spot here talked about in a way that, you know, this is... Common practice in that time is when people would gather for a meal or somebody's house, uh, a servant would wash that, that person's feet. Um, the guest. The guest would have his, uh, his or her feet washed. Um, something that's neat here, though, is that this isn't just a servant. Uh, the, the way that Jesus does this um, in, in Jewish households in this time period the person who washed the feet of guests was not even a Jewish servant. This would have been somebody who would have been outside of the Jewish family. Uh, a non-Jewish slave is somebody. And so Jesus, and, and the way he, it's described, um, the way he uh, wraps himself in, a, in just a cloth, you know, been a long cloth, I think the Greek here represents something that's around the waist and then up and over the shoulder then too, and then he would have used that part that's over the shoulder to dry the feet. That, that that whole outlook there goes to somebody who's not even Jewish, somebody who's outside of the Jewish faith, a slave. And so you can imagine the disciples um, watching this happen and wondering, what in the world is Jesus doing? I'm in verse 5 now. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And you can imagine how Simon would have said that. How, how he would have said, are you, is, are you really going to do this? 
In verse 7 says, Jesus replied, and this is, this is significant here, watch this. You do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. He's pointing to something a, a little bit bigger than just having your feet. I mean, th these guys were all familiar with this custom. You walk into somebody's house as a guest, you have your feet washed. Okay, Jesus isn't just doing that. He's saying, you don't realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. This is much bigger than just having your feet washed before dinner. Peter's response, no, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Peter's looking at this as Jesus is taking on the, the image of a slave. You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, a person who has, a person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. And we know who he's pointing to there. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he had said not everyone was clean. That was pointing to Judas. Verse 12, when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Then he asked the question, do you understand what I have done for you? Do you understand what I've done for you? I think that would be a question for us today too. And we'll realize what, why that's a question for us in just a second. You call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. Meaning, you should take on the example of a servant. You should take on the example of a servant. And he says that in the same part of the passage where he says, I am also your Lord and teacher. I've set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Verse 16, I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. And he's saying that even though... You guys might be the disciples, the apostles. You're the ones who are going to be carrying this message that came from God to me, to me, from me to you. You are still servants. You're still servants. The washing, it wasn't the washing of the feet that was key here. It was what that was teaching them. It was who. What is, the who is what was the key. And the disciples now know that, and I'm sure they knew even more afterwards, uh, after Jesus had died and risen, uh, I'm sure that they completely understood now that the king came to die. The king came to die for others. That's an image much different than, uh, than what we would think of, uh, you know, somebody in the place of a king would do for, for his people. But that's Christ's example. Our king is not just somebody who is above us. He's one who serves us as well. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus is our Lord and Master, but he also serves us in a way that we might feel is menial. But Jesus said, this is how you show one another what Christian love looks like. And I think that we see that a lot right now in this world, don't we? 
Uh, we have this horrible virus going around, and uh, we see people um, doing things that we might not see people normally doing in life. Um, serving, taking time, um, doing things kind of out of the ordinary um, to help others. Sacrifice, lots of sacrifice going on from people to companies. And not all of them are Christian have Christian backgrounds, but I think being made in the image of God, we instinctively go to this nature, most of us instinctively go to this nature where we want to know how we can help. And uh, But this is the image Jesus gives us and said, this is what you should do for each other. And that last verse, 17, we're blessed if we do them. And our, of course, our, our, our key isn't to get a blessing, but it's to be a blessing to others. And that's what the promise way back, way back in Genesis was, that we are blessed by Christ in order to bless others as well. And so I hope that we can do these things as we continue walking through, not just this week, but the next few weeks of, of whatever this, uh, this um, world looks like. <laughs> being, uh, being at home, being just local in your communities and small groups and whatnot, being online. Watch for the things that you can do to help other people um, to serve, because that's what Jesus did for us. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and the opportunities that you're going to bring towards us this day. Lord, help us to have the eyes and the ears to see those opportunities to where um, we can serve you by serving other people. And uh, Lord, we pray that in those times that people would see you, and that's our goal. Lord, uh, we pray for safety for all those people around us and for our families. Um, we know this is kind of scary still, but we know that we don't walk around as those who have no hope. That's what your scripture says. And so we have lots of hope no matter what is happening around us. And that's because of your death and resurrection. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye.